This week's Rewind the Movies podcast goes back to 1985 and specifically science fantasy film Explorers. Written by Eric Luke and directed by Joe Dante, the film stars a young Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix both in their film debut and Jason Priestley as teenage boys who build in a spacecraft to explore outer space. It's only myself, Andrew and Evan on this week's podcast, but we specifically look at what this film meant to Evan as it was his pick. The film is renowned for being rushed in its production. It was never properly finished and Joe Dante isn't particularly happy with the final cut of the film. It is definitely um, a film with two very different halves. Did you watch this growing up? Was it one of your go-to films? It was definitely something that Evan watched regularly, but for myself, it was a film that I don't really remember. Anyway, here are our thoughts. Right, it was you a pick. You decided to do um, Explorers, and I'm Prague isn't with us today. He um, unfortunately has had a, an IT mishap, um, and I'm pretty sure he's in the same boat as me here. And it's not necessarily a film we watched regularly g- growing up, but I'm assuming because you've picked it, Ev, it's yeah, you probably watched a few times. Yeah, it, when I was a kid, probably when I was about seven or eight, I was obsessed with, with with this film, and it even to a point where I was a member of a Beano fan club at one uh, point. I, I I was there, I Beano uh, yeah, and Dandy. Yeah, um, and and you had a membership card, and I actually put my name as Wolfgang Quick. That was the first thing I remembered when I put the film on again, and I, and it was just oh embarrassment. But um. <laughs> Did you have the film on, um, you know, did you have your own copy of it or did you rent it regularly? No, I think I, I, I rented it and I can't, I, I can't remember what, how I came about to rent it. And it was, it was, it was probably just a case of, case of you saw the front cover. And I think I remember the, the front cover just being really sparse and it had the title on the bottom with just a little picture of the, of the, of the spaceship going, going away in, in space. Yeah. And it was like, ooh, you know, prolonging mystery there. So for me, right, you said explorers, and I was, and I had some sort of like, I don't know, memory of it, or I thought, I think I know what it is, and then I, you know, I, I went out and um, normally with this, if I haven't got it on DVD or it's not on Netflix or anything, I, I've normally got to try and find it somewhere, and I, I think I rented it from Amazon Prime or, or what have you, and I started watching the film, and I was thinking, I don't think I've ever seen this. And I was thinking, I'm not entirely sure I've ever heard of it as well. Yeah. And the point that it twigged for me was the last third of the film. <laughs> when they meet the aliens. Yeah. And it was the the look of the alien was mm. the only thing that that I thought I remember them. Specifically the the female. And then oh, obviously okay. the male as well. I was just, I was just thinking, I definitely I've seen Either this scene, or I have seen this film at some point in my life, but for love and no money, I couldn't remember <laughs> it at all. Yeah, it's, it's I, yeah, I, I could, I could remember remember only bits of it, like in, in particular the the spaceship that they make. Um, but like it just just watch watching it again, I found it on YouTube. Surprisingly, it was in. Um, it was split up to like 10 or 11 different parts. But um, yeah, it was just little things when you were watching it, like brought back memories into it. Like at the start when he has his dream and he's going through this, going through what looks like a circuit board. And um, it's like, Oh, you know, it's, you know, I remember that. And the, 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 the shape of the, 
the circuit piece right at the end and you know little things where river phoenix is coming down from from the tree and stuff like that it's like oh yeah well yeah that beginning again no um because i hadn't seen the film or i don't think i've seen the film the beginning started and i was just a bit like oh it's a bit like tron where are we going with this and then yeah i i was just for about the first half an hour i was scratching my head with the film and i was just like I had a couple of films in my head that I thought it may be, right? I thought it may be Flight to the Navigator-esque. I thought it may be a little bit like Time Bandit. Oh, I've never seen that. I know uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, I've only ever seen that in probably bits. And do you know sometimes where you see a front cover of a of a video or a cassette or a, or a DVD and you just see it and you think, oh, that looks similar to X, Y, and Z? Yeah. So yeah, I, I had that sort of in my head and um but I I thought, right, for the first two thirds of the film, I was engaged. Yeah. yeah. It it probably didn't grasp my imagination as probably it, oh, I don't know, right? If I was seven years old, like you were saying at the very beginning, yeah. I, I I think I may I may have been like, Oh wow, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, there's this they built this circuit board and Wolfgang's this um you know super brain <laughs> yeah, yeah. but the, the problem I had at the very beginning was I felt it was a little bit disjointed and rushed mm. so you you meet the characters and Prague often talks about world building yeah and yeah. you're building up the story expedition jumps and things like that yeah. but just very quickly you're thrown into these three characters with yeah, not yeah. a huge amount of backstory. So you meet who's um Ethan Hawke's character. Can you remember uh, Yeah, Ben. Ben, right? Yeah. So you meet Ben because it's his dream that's like Tron. And then yeah. he jumps onto the um table and he starts jotting down. Yeah. And then he calls Wolfgang on his walkie-talkie <laughs> to tell him I've had that dream again. I've made a note of it. I you know, I'm going to give it mm. to you tomorrow or what have you, right? A couple of questions about that. First things first, how is the walkie-talkie constantly on? Because I remember having walkie-talkies when I was younger, and it never lasted more than, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> maybe maybe it's got, like, uber Duracell batteries or something. Well, I, another point, right? They run that computer off a 9-volt D battery. So maybe Wolfgang has done something fabulous with the, the batteries for the walkie-talkies as well. I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, he's an electrician by trade. Well, yeah. So, so you're introduced to Wolfgang quite quickly, right? But then you're introduced to Darren yeah. quite quickly because he um, he stops the bullies going after Ben. Yeah. And I get all that. I I just thought it was a little bit rushed. Yeah. And yeah. but you know it's a kids' film and you can sort of get away with it. I I I just wanted it to be a little bit more about the character's yeah. background, I suppose. Yeah. It's I, I was. Watching it again, I, I I totally agree with you, and it's and you, the sort of snippets as to why as to why they they sort of get on get on really well with each other, and, and you know it's like Ben with his enthusiasm and he wants to know about everything spatial related and stuff like that, and I think uh, Wolfgang's obviously is he's like the smartest one of the three, and I think he just he he sort of he likes Ben's enthusiasm, so we tolerate him. And then, then the 
than Darren, the other kid. I think it's you get snippets like he's from a broken home or a slightly broken home because his, you know, his mom, his mom's died and his his dad's a bit down on his luck, so he just so he's just angry at the world and it's but, yeah. But Darren then is like yeah, he's taught himself or maybe his dad has taught him mechanics and yeah, and, you know. He's like he's there with a welder at one point. I know, yeah, you get, yeah. How, like how ten you get... years old? <laughs> get some acetylene and just start, just start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then, but then later on in that scene, you've got you've got Ben with a with a jigsaw, just doing doing all the doing all the shapes. And I'm just like, oh. I, I did wonder, right, whether they actually had a blade in it while they were filming it, because I was thinking, oh, health and safety in the eighties. <laughs> Straight out the window there, wasn't it? I know. <laughs> well, um, before we go on to the favourite aspect, right, I want to talk about the, the director. Because mm. the director is Joe um, Dante, yeah. who also did Gremlins. And I believe Gremlins would have been the year before this. Yeah. I think Gremlins was 84 and this was um, 85. I'm pretty sure on this anyway, right? Um, and we did Gremlins a couple of weeks ago and we didn't go into Joe Dante too much. But he's he's done some good films. Well, I think some good films from, from from the eighties, anyway. And then he's moved into more like TV films and TV series after yeah. that. But you know, he did Gremlins, he did Inner Space, and that's yeah. definitely one we got to do for the future. And yeah. he did The Burbs. Yes, which, yeah. Which you know, they're all they're all really good. Yeah. Um, Gremlins was actually before this. Gremlins was first at eighty four. Yeah, yeah. This one was eighty five. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's, that's so. I I think he got Explorers probably on the back of um of Gremlins because Gremlins yeah. was a hit. So, as people will know on the podcast, I do like to do a little bit of research on some of the background and and any sort of yeah. um, facts around the film. But on this one, the film does seem rushed. The studio had a change in management or something at the time, and two of their executives went over to Disney, mm. and they shut production down for a little while on the film. They started oh, it back up, but they cut the budget and they cut the timescales. Oh. So it's probably another reason why yeah. it, um, you know it does seem rushed because I think they were they, they, mm. they were saying or the article that I was reading was um, and it was an interview with Joe Dante was sort of saying. They were on set, and the set builders hadn't finished yet, and you know they were standing on bits of concrete, and they were physically sinking through. <laughs> because, because yeah, because it wasn't dry enough. Yeah, I got a quote from um, Dan. He says they ruined it by releasing it before it was finished. Then they didn't support it with advertising, so it bombed, and they lost a fortune. Hmm. So the film had a budget supposedly of around twenty to twenty-five million pound. Yeah, it only returned ten million in the box office. Really? Oh, God. So, and I, I look at that film now, and I and I do think it had the potential mm. to be yeah. a really good film, especially from um from the first half. I I sort of split the film into two halves. The first the first half I think is very you could almost lump it in with E.T. It's got very E.T. type vibes in, term, in terms of like kids making a discovery and, and, you know, little things like that, little things. I think right up to when when they actually go into space, I think is is really good as like, as like a kid sci-fi, sci-fi film. And, it's, you, know, you know, it's um, all the mystery around it and what what can they do and where's, it, where's this signal coming from and whatever. But when they meet the aliens, I think it's it's just... <laughs> 
I, I, I just don't see the don't don't see the point. They just meet they they meet two kids. One of the aliens tries to crack on with one of the kids, and um and, and then the dad comes and kicks off, and it's like yeah mm, yeah. And, and I don't mind talking about that now, right? Because we you know yeah. we we do talk about changes and on on what mm. we necessarily don't like. The second half or the the final third or whatever it is, like I said, it feels rushed. And I don't know, right? Flight the navigator, you never really meet. Oh, you do sort of meet um, an alien in that. They, they didn't physically have to meet these characters, and they didn't have to be as shit-looking as they were. <laughs> yeah. What got me more than anything was the musical number right in the middle of it. Yeah. When they when he sings, um, is it rock and roll is here to stay? It's yeah. just weird. It's just like, <laughs> where, where did that come from? And don't get me wrong, right? It's a good little... Um, play on, you know, they've got to know the human race by watching their TVs and listening yeah. to their radios and things like that. I get that. Mm. I, I think you would have been better maybe not even seeing the the aliens altogether. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. But I, you then probably wouldn't have been able to do that um, alien child and alien parent point of view. But and I I can see why maybe that the alien would appeal to a younger child, yeah. But I I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't think it worked. Try think back then, Ev, when you were the, you know seven year old mm. Evan running around uh, <laughs> Newcastle at the time. Um, yeah. do you think the alien element of it you really liked? No, it, the, for for me it was it was basically it was building the spaceship and actually. Uh, you know, having your own spaceship and you know all, all the, I'd say the the technology side side of things. Even even though you know it was ancient technology, but it's um, it was just the 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 discovery uh, discovery of that you can you can you know you can go into space and whatever. Where you, whether you do, whether you find the aliens or not is a different thing. And it's it, and that's my favorite aspect as well, right? And it's not necessarily the scene, but it's the. Mm. Um, the discovery of this technology, let's call it that, mm. and then the fact that they yeah build something, yeah, to do something that um, adults ca- can't do yet, yeah, and yeah. that that sort of journey where they find out the technology and it's clunky as regards to the story and the flow of it, but as a seven year old kid watching that, you're probably like, oh my god, this you know. Yeah. Imagine, imagine being in that space <laughs> yeah. and imagine going wherever. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, they go to the drive-through for Christ's sake, but like <laughs> you know, you you'd go where, wherever. I, yeah. I think what I probably would have liked is a little bit more of them having more flights beforehand before going into space. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you have the one flight, and you and you have the other helicopter. Uh, pilot, yeah, 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 the guy who's also in um, Gremlins, Gremlins. yeah, uh, and he's in Inner Space as well, yeah, he's um, uh, Dick Miller, I think his Dick name Miller, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he and so he, he crops up in um, Joe Dante films, and we, we often talk about um, act, um, directors having their go to a sort of actors, and yeah, he's one of them, but um, the guy who plays, oh, what's his name, um. The Jason Priestin, the guy who plays yeah yeah uh, not Darren yeah. Darren yeah. he's also in Gremlins too, isn't he as well? Is he? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they, you know they they have their, they have their actors. Yeah, it's it's actually there's there's little there's little snippets within Explorers to sort of make you think that 
it's in the same universe as Gremlins. When the um, when the helicopter pilot when he leaves the helicopter and then start and then gets one of the papers the newspaper, from yeah 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 and it's um it makes yeah, it, reference to Kingston Fall riots yes yeah 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 Joe Dante in his films does loads of like um Easter eggs before Easter eggs were even known as yeah. Easter eggs oh, um, okay. you know the, the the name of the ship is called Star Killer which was what what Luke Skywalker's surname was going to be originally. Oh yeah, that that was no, that was the the actor from the from. The oh no, no, it's the TV program. Sorry, it's yeah, the film, isn't yeah. it? It's the film. Yeah. Sorry, um, <laughs> and I, I know that's tongue in cheek, but that's a really bad film. <laughs> yeah, really wouldn't yeah. want to see that. <laughs> oh gala. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my favorite aspect is probably then what could have been, I think, really good building of having the spaceship and just exploring one, how to use it and two, just seeing some different things mm. rather than go into the, you know, his love interests window <laughs> and perving on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, he's, he doesn't, he doesn't come across stalkery at all, especially like with not, not just that bit, but the fact he's got a photo of the girl and you don't even know how he's got the photo of the girl. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. just like, uh, at the one point, you know, when it, it sort of turns at the end, it sort of turns into the the boy who could fly type film. Because yeah. he's there flying with yeah. his love interest. I can't remember her name. Is it Amanda? Lo- Lo- Laurie. Amanda's the um the act- actress. Oh, the actress. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, when he's flying with that, all I could think of, boy who could fly. <laughs> I'll save that for things things like the change. But I think my favorite aspect, as I'd agree with you, is probably just the. I'd say the first half of the film, just the relationship that the kids have between themselves and the, them building the spaceship. They could have done more with it, but it still held my attention enough to, you know, to enjoy that first half of the film. Mm. So what about favourite scene then, Ev? I, I, I quite like the scene where the, where he, he first builds the sphere. Um, In the and, basement. Yeah. But it, it's just for, just for, for River Phoenix because he's playing the role. So, so much more mature than obviously the the kid's age is meant to be and how he's how he's almost like he's he's trying to justify himself to like the 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 other minions who aren't at his intellectual level and he's like i've tried to stop it god (laughs) no i I, i'm gonna agree with you right it's one it's my favorite scene because you know you've got the dynamic of the three kids and they're all different abilities and intellects and things like that and they bring something different but um, the one thing I would say is, how big is his basement? I know it's massive, isn't it? Yeah. Massive. <laughs> and and his dad, his dad is um James Cromwell, isn't he? Yeah, the guy who's yeah. LA Confidential. <laughs> and Babe. <laughs> oh, well, and Babe. Yeah. Um. He. It, it took me ages. It took me absolutely ages to try and work him out. I, I was looking at him. I was thinking, I recognise him from somewhere. And I, and I, it wasn't until you said Babe <laughs> then that I put that. It was LA Confidential for me. Oh, I've never seen that. Ah, oh, oh, what a film! I tell you what, we need to do that one. Oh, maybe not do Babe, but um, I'll do. do Pig. I'll do Pig. <laughs> yeah, so I, I agree with you that that scene it, uh, for me is one of the better ones in in, in the first half. That um, it just grabs your attention because all of a sudden you're introduced to the new technology as well. Mm. You, you just you thinking, oh, is this ball or this whatever? What can it do? Well, the the Apple II computer that that they which, use, which technically isn't an Apple II computer. 
they call it that, but it's not yeah. that at all. They put just put a sticker on it, didn't they? Oh, did they? Yeah, you can you can actually see the um. There's a, the, oh, I, I don't know if I've made a note of it. It's like little aspects of product placement. It's there's you can see the the multicolored Apple sticker when when he's when he's configuring ah, the sphere. Right. The, um, but an Apple II computer back in the day would have been big bucks. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would it, would it be big bucks now? Oh, but um, yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I like that scene. It's um, like I said, it, it it builds up the technology. And then honorable mention for me mm. is when they go all um, A team style and they start building the the craft and yeah, they're building yeah. it out of I don't know, like a washing machine, um, a TV screen, door. yeah, TV screen. And you yeah. think, how the hell is this going to um, stick together? <laughs> but you know that the one kid can weld and. Yeah. yeah, the other one's a genius. And like I said, running off um, a nine volt battery, but then brings in a a car battery to do it. Yeah, and they, and and convenient enough, they have everything that they need. They have oxygen tanks with with which they which they fill up again with with oxygen. Um, yeah, they have they have seats inside seat belts and all that lot. It's just like, oh. yeah. And don't get me wrong, I know they they have access to that scrapyard and what have you. Yeah, but you think, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so seven or eight. I was like watching cartoons, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. not getting but, me welding course. <laughs> but as a kid, you probably think, "Oh, this is amazing." I would have been anyway. I would have been like, "Oh, I want to go out and try and build something." So moving on to change, then I I I probably mentioned what I w- would change, and I I don't like the the final third or the final half of the film from no. the moment they go into space, and it's not the premise of them going into space. I like that. It's just everything about the aliens just mm. feels wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm the I'm the same. I think it's like I said before. The first half of the film is is really good and it holds your attention because they, you know, they're they're building something and the mystery and all that lot. But when they actually get into space and the aliens themselves, oh, it's ridiculous. Especially like the the the, the father alien who yeah. it, yeah. Oh. he's got like arms coming out of his head, which don't yeah. really do anything. And you're like, oh, it, it just all of a sudden, I, I, as soon as we met them and you met the the male alien mm-hmm. and he, you know, he just spouting out all like TV commercials and things like that and songs, I, I, it, it just lost me. I, I couldn't do it. And I, I think the look of it also was like that. But didn't something like that, something like that happens in Flight of the Navigator, doesn't it? Um, where, where he takes like TV commercials and he yeah, plays yeah. it back, and that's the yeah. voice he uses in the the, the yeah. computer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Dis- disappoint disappointing. It's a it's a film of two halves. <laughs> no, it definitely is. It could have been something a lot more. And I I, I think it just comes down to like I was saying earlier, mm. the the film is rushed because it looks like they try to get it out as soon as possible. Yeah, I'd almost I'd almost change the the lead character Ben slightly. He's just too happy with everything. He's yeah. just uh, yeah, and and like even when they're they're encountering other other life forms in the in the universe, and like you know a, a normal person would be shit scared. Well, it's one of my notes, right? As kids, yeah. you would be freaking out. You would lose <sighs> your shit that when you were walking yeah. around this spaceship. Yeah. You get manhandled by some machine. It, it's, it's a Hoover, which looks like at one point it's going to give him a blowjob. 
And I was just like, whoa, 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 where are we going with this? <laughs> and then and then whips him around and, and takes out the photo, photograph. Yeah, yeah, Put, puts a hand on his ass. I was just yeah. like, whoa, what type of film is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they meet the aliens, and you would be shitting yourself, wouldn't yeah. you? you? Oh, would. yeah. Yeah, but he's but he's just like oh he's loving life. It's like it's like it's the, it's the greatest time in the world. It's like, oh. Well, um, but but also that that character for me did need a little bit more. It's mentioned that he loves all these type of films and and that sort of like just loves anything to do with aliens and and space and, as a whole. Yeah, space and the oh. fact there might be aliens out there. I get all that. I just felt they could have built it a little bit mm. more around yeah. the character. Yeah, especially how they've how they've got such big actors for those parts, like Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix, especially. Well, it's just, they, well they were know. both their film debuts, weren't they? Really? Oh, yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Mm. They were both. Yeah, don't get me wrong. They they, mm. they both were good actors, mm. um, but both were their film debut. And interestingly, um, River Phoenix went for the the role of Darren. Oh, okay. And he didn't want to be. Um, um, ben, no, no, um, Wolfgang. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he didn't want that. And, and supposedly on set, I don't know how, again how true this is because it's the internet. So he was very conscious of being the nerd. So oh, okay. Whenever he wasn't filming, he would take his glasses off and and just play the cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and between him and the, um, Ethan Hawke, supposedly they, you know. They, they had an eye for um, what's her name, the, the female character. Oh, Laurie. Laurie, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I don't know how true that is, but uh, you know, young boys of a young age and a pretty girl around. <laughs> we, we were all there at one point. <laughs> I, I, you know, the, the, the actors I think do well with what they've got. I, I just think they they could have built it up a, a, a bit more. Yeah. As I said, the whole alien part, I'm I would get rid of. Mm. But for me, I would get rid of the musical number yeah. first off the list. It's just like, Jesus Christ, just get rid of it. <laughs> I, 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 I was looking at it, I was thinking, where has this film gone? I don't know. It, I was reading reviews of it uh, today, and they were saying that the the first half, they, they, they class as pure 80s sci-fi, but then the second half is almost like a 50s B-movie. I, I, yeah, I get that. And, you know, the fact that, you know, this guy, this young boy, um, Ben, watches, you know, these type of B-movies. Yeah. You know, maybe it is a bit of homage to that. Mm. According to the director, he says there was a cut or there was enough footage for around three hours and 15 minutes long. Really? Yeah. So I I don't know if, I very much doubt whether there'll be an... um, Appeal, oh, no. but like whether there'll be a director's cut, I very much doubt it. I don't think there's demand for that. Not any, not any more of the aliens. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> the the other thing, right? The very end, they they set up for a sequel, don't they? Massively. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, the the girl is on board. They they talk about you know next time we get in contact with the aliens, you know, and they're all dreaming and they're all in the same dream and things. Yeah. But yeah, I can tell. I can see why a sequel was never made. <laughs> what they need to do, uh, I was going to say something really silly. Then is get all the actors back together and do a forty years later one, but they can't because River Phoenix is dead. So. Yeah, <laughs> good try. <Yeah. laughs> 
Uh, another interesting fact about River Phoenix, because it was his first film debut, mm. he came from a, a childhood which wasn't normal, let's put it that way. Mm. Um, and him and his brother often talk about this, uh, or had talk, talked about it, that they didn't have a traditional upbringing. So when mm. it came to ta- um, things in the script, he would often say certain like popular cultural words wrong. Oh, okay. Because he just, yeah, he hadn't uh, sort of, yeah, come across them very often or, or never used them. He, you know, he, he does well in, in that character. It's yeah. not a t- typical character we used to him, though, doing. No, with how well-spoken he is, I think, like, if you if you take, take like, the young Indiana Jones that he plays in um, in The Last Crusade, that's quite well-spoken, well-spoken as well. So there's, so there's similarities there, anyway. With regards to your changes, then, Ev, is it the same as mine, or is there anything? Yeah, else? yeah, I, I, I think the same. I think the same. Just um, get rid of get rid of the get rid of the aliens and make Ben a bit more miserable. <laughs> the only thing is, like, yeah, he's disappointed when he meets the aliens. Yeah, that you know that they turn out to be children, and they're just like, well, you're a child yourself, mate. Like, what do you expect to meet? Like, I don't know, the president or the the ruler of another country, and you're a Ten-year-old boy. Basically, he wanted to meet Kang from The Simpsons, didn't he? Wow. Well. <laughs> no, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so, would you recommend it? No. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Right. L- l- let me ask a slightly different question, right? Because you've yeah. got two girls, and yeah. you've got nine. Yeah. Yeah, nine and six-year-olds. And then six, right? Would you sit down and watch it with them? Um. Uh, I, d- I don't know. I d- it wasn't. It wasn't as good as as I remember it being. And 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 obviously, I've you know, it's th- it's like thirty years gone since I since I first watched it. But it's and that right is one of the reasons we do this podcast because <laughs> and you know, sorry to interrupt you there. No, go on, go on. I'm I'm glad. Right, we've finally done a film yeah. where one of us who recommended it and probably thought oh this film was amazing back in the day I yeah. really have fond memories of it and we watch it again and we think actually no it's awful yeah <laughs> and you know sometimes we talk about films which are awful yeah but we love to watch them yeah because of the memories and everything that and there's nothing wrong with even that right and if you decided actually it is an awful film but it brings back memories and, and I'll, I'll watch it again in the future um, but it's 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 quite nice to, for us to do a film where we think actually, yeah, let's never watch that one again. Yeah, let's do a film which no one liked and just it can be it can be burnt. <laughs> but I, look, I, I'm of a similar mindset, right? That I wouldn't recommend it unless maybe you had a child who was again you seven years old into space, into that sort of. Yeah, that eighties type of movie, Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, but I, but I mean, there's there's be, there's there's better films than films than that to show. That, I mean, you've just named one, Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, you could yeah. have you could have ET. You could have even Daryl, the Daryl the robot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's you know all of those are better films than this one. It's... Yeah. It um, do you know in like the seventies and eighties, Disney churned out. A couple, more than a couple, a handful of um, live-action films, which they were just a bit shit. It just reminded me of that. Yeah, 
Um, but look, it's it is what it is. It wouldn't be a recommend for me anyway. No, no. But I am hundred percent agree with what you said. There's better films out there to recommend first. So let's leave it there, Ev. Um, those who listen to the podcast know by now that I always mess up the ending, so I'm I'm not gonna even attempt to um, <laughs> script something here. But you should, you, <laughs> go on. You should you should put the musical entry from the from the alien just at um, the end. I don't know. I I need to record something and just press play. <laughs> well, uh, one thing one thing I'm gonna mention though I gotta mention before before we wrap up is I watched the trailer f- for the film before the actual the actual film. And I think the trail the trailer's really good. <laughs> no, no, it's the trailers it, like, often are. Yeah, it's like a false bloody yeah thing behind it. But it, but it's it's very similar. It reminds us of the the teaser trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. That is that it's got sort of the the camera on the ground, almost like following through, like a um, you know going through going through like a little a little story with with um you know how it goes into the barn and then all then all you you see like ecto one behind the cover and stuff like that yeah, whereas yeah. the the explorers one it goes from the it goes from the the front steps of a house goes past like some old trainers and you know various sort of clothes or, or whatever from the kids and it gets to the fence and you see you see lights rise up and then it just has the yeah which but the trailer's brilliant just... Well, often that happens, though. Like trailers yeah. are brilliant because they, you know, you've got a short period of time to try and get someone's attention. Mm. They've got limited footage to use because the film normally isn't complete by that point. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to you watching the film, you're like, I like the bloody trailer. <laughs> um, there's so many of them. <laughs> so so many of them out there. Anyway, let's wrap up there. Follow us on social media. Um, every Wednesday, we try and put out a new podcast. Um, look out for us on whatever platform you use. And if you've got any feedback on what we do and how we do it and films that we might want to consider in the future, please let us know. Anyway, turn up. Uh-huh.